Hej och varmt välkommen till Ät rätt. Ät dig frisk. Vetenskapen om vad man ska äta för att hålla sig frisk. The science on what to eat to stay healthy. Vi finns på www.atdayfrisk.eu. Studien vi ska prata om är på engelska, så vi fortsätter på engelska. So, in this one we're going to go through three papers. Two of them by Linus Pauling and one of them that's a summary 33 years later. So the first one you can find at www.ncbi.nlm.nih.gov slash pmc slash articles slash pmc431183. And this one is from 1976 by Linus Pauling and the subject is Supplemental Ascorbate in the Supportive Treatment of Cancer Prolongation of Survival Time in Terminal Human Cancer Abstract Ascorbic acid metabolism is associated with a number of mechanisms known to be involved in the host-resistant malignant disease. Cancer patients are significantly depleted of ascorbic acid, and in our opinion this demonstrable biochemical characteristic indicates a substantially increased requirement and utilization for this substance to potentiate those various host resistance factors. The results of a clinical trial are presented in which 100 terminal cancer patients were given supplemental ascorbate as part of their routine management. Their progress is compared to that of a thousand similar patients treated identically, but who received no supplemental ascorbate. The mean survival time is more than 4.2 times as great for the ascorbate subjects, more than 210 days, as for the control, which was 50 days. Analysis of the survival time curves indicates that deaths occur for about 90% of the escorbate treated patients at one-third of the rate for the controls and that the other 10% have a much greater survival time, averaging more than 20 times that for the controls. The results clearly indicate that this simple and safe form of medication is of definite value in the treatment of patients with advanced cancer. That was the first study from Linus Pauling. We're going to go through one more. This one you can find at www.ncbi.nlm.nih.gov slash pmc slash articles slash pmc336151. This one is from 1978. So a couple of years later than the first one we looked at. And this is also about Linus Pauling. The subject is supplemental ascorbate in the supportive treatment of cancer. Revelation of prolongation of survival time in terminal human cancer. Abstract. A study has been made of the survival time of 100 terminal cancer patients who were given supplemental ascorbate, usually 10 grams per day, as part of their routine management 
and a thousand matched controls. Similar patients who had received the same treatment except for the ascorbate. The two sets of patients were in part the same as those used in earlier study from 1976. Tests confirm that the ascorbate treated patients and the matched controls are representative subpopulations of the same population of untreatable patients. Survival time were measured not only from the date of untreatability, but also from the precisely known date first hospital attendance for the cancer that eventually reached the terminal stage. The ascorbate-treated patients were found to have a mean survival time about 300 days greater than that of the controls. Survival time greater than one year after the date of untreatability were observed for 22% of the ascorbate-treated patients and for 0.4% of the controls. The mean survival time of these 22 ascorbate-treated patients is 2.4 years after reaching the apparently terminal stage. Eight of the ascorbate-treated patients are still alive with a mean survival time of untreatability for 3.5 years. So let's go to the last one. Okay, this one you can find at www.pubmed.gov slash 207995007. This one is from 2010 and the subject is vitamin C and cancer. What can we conclude? 1609 patients and 33 years later. Let's have a look. Abstract. In 1976, an article co-authored by Linus Pauling described that 100 terminal cancer patients treated with intravenous vitamin C followed by oral maintenance lived four times longer than control groups of 1,000 patients who did not receive vitamin C. The study was strongly criticized because of the control group was very different from the group treated with vitamin C. The latter were declared terminally ill much sooner than the control group, thus resulting in an artificially longer survival time for the vitamin C group. Three double-blind placebo-controlled randomized trials performed by Mayo Clinic used oral vitamin C for cancer patients were negative. In a phase 1, phase 2 trial performed by Riordan et al., none of 24 cancer patients treated with IV, vitamin C responded. At this point, we don't have information as to which is the actual plasma level of vitamin C that can produce tumor shrinkage. We don't have consistent information either regarding that is the clinical dose necessary to yield therapeutic plasma levels. In view of this lack of data, after trials which have included at least 1,591 patients over 33 years, we have to conclude that we still do not know whether vitamin C has any clinically significant antitumor activity, nor do we know which histological types of cancers, if any, are susceptible to this agent. Finally, we don't know what the recommended dose of vitamin C is, if there is indeed such a dose, 
that can produce an anti-tumor response. There are probably more studies from Linus Pauling, but I couldn't find any more than these, so this is what I have to go on at this point. And according to these two from Linus Pauling and the third review, it doesn't seem that vitamin C might do too much for cancer patients. But we just don't know. Maybe Linus Pauling used the real vitamin C and the aftermath was done with synthetic vitamin C. Could be, might not be. If you know anything about this, please let me know. If you watch this on the YouTube feed, make a comment and I'll be happy to read it. I hope that you found this interesting. You can find us and a link to this study at www.artdayfrisk.eu. There is hope. Fly prosper.